You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hello, I'm Dallas Johnson, lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association, and we are an approved pre-license and renewal training provider for the DMV. So if you're interested in taking your course, just click on the big blue Enroll Now button at texasdealers.com. I want to give you a quick explanation of the differences between a retail dealer license and a wholesale dealer license. So a retail license is a, called a general distinguishing number. That's a GDM. And before obtaining any type of Texas dealer licenses, you're going to need to know the differences because if you are doing things with a dealer license that is not allowed by the state of Texas, they're either going to fine you, they're going to suspend your license, or possibly even revoke your dealer license. So the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles in Austin has complete oversight and regulates dealer licensing in the state of Texas. The DMV has actually seen a lot of fraud conducted with dealer licenses, especially in the last few years. So if you get a fine or a license suspension, you have basically become a blip on the radar for the DMV in Austin. In other words, they are now going to be keeping an eye on you, so you're much more likely to be spotted for any type of violations of state law, rules, or regulations after you have become that blip on the radar. So one of the best pieces of advice I can give you is to fly under the radar. You do not want to become a blip on the radar for the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles in Austin. In fact, it would be best if the DMV doesn't even really know you exist other than you holding a license. What I mean by that, you certainly don't want uh, complaints by customers and things like that. So you do not want to bring attention to your dealership by breaking state laws or making your customers angry. You always need to do your best to maintain compliance. And obviously, compliance is to follow every state rule, law, and guideline. You know, we are a tightly regulated industry because we have a we are a high profit industry that has seen a lot of fraud. And, you know, a few folks have gotten a dealer's license in Texas to run criminal enterprises, especially in the last couple of years. So now the laws have been tightened for you and me, the ethical dealers that are actually, in fact, running a legitimate business. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. First, let's start with that wholesale dealer license. A wholesale license allows you to get into dealer auctions, but you cannot sell to the general public. And I know many of you want to get a dealer's license for the sole intent of getting into dealer auctions so you can buy vehicles wholesale. And this license does allow you to get into dealer auctions. But remember, you can only sell to other licensed dealers. Now, I see ads all the time for companies that will get you a wholesale license in their state and they allow you to have one or two dealer plates. And that does get you into dealer auctions. Now, and, and I'm not slamming this process at all, but I've received calls from all over the country from law enforcement officers that want to know why someone, say, for example, in Texas has an Idaho dealer license plate or somebody in California has a Massachusetts dealer license plate. So when you have a vehicle with a dealer license plate that comes from another state that does not border let's say, for example, the state of Texas, you're going to bring attention to yourself from local law enforcement officials. And I'm not saying this is illegal by any means, but, you know, many states allow law enforcement to pull you over when you are driving a vehicle with a dealer plate, even if it's a dealer plate from the state that the law enforcement actually is located in. So they can, if they can pull you over in Texas with a Texas dealer plate, they can certainly pull you over when you're operating a dealer license plate from another part of the country. I also know the state highway patrols routinely pull over vehicles with out-of-state dealer plates that are traveling through the state of Texas on major interstates. So, example, if you're driving through Texas on I-35 with a California dealer plate or a Wisconsin dealer plate, you're definitely going to get pulled over. Now, it's not illegal, but hopefully you are, you know, maybe buying a vehicle from one dealer auction and taking it to another or something like that. Now, as I stated, it is not illegal, but you will more than likely get pulled over uh, when you do have an out-of-state dealer plate that's traveling through 
the state of Texas. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. On that note, I've actually seen several states change their laws, so a company cannot come into that state, rent a building with several offices, and then rent wholesale dealer licenses to out-of-state residents. So I've, I track dealer laws all over the United States, and you know I've seen the states of Illinois, Missouri, Washington, Texas... Ohio, Oregon, and many other states changed their laws to specifically prevent companies from obtaining wholesale licenses for out-of-state residences, residents that don't live in that actual state. So if you're currently holding a wholesale license from another state that you do not live in, say, for example, you're in Texas and you've got an Idaho wholesale license, you want to make sure and follow the state's bills that are being introduced in that state's legislature. Because I see right now Idaho and Wisconsin are allowing this, but there are bills in both legislatures specifically to prevent that process. So I always want you to be aware of that. In fact, you know, there was a while uh, the state of Washington actually outlawed all wholesale licenses which put the legitimate wholesale industry out of business completely. They did actually revise that law a couple of years later and allow someone with a Washington driver's license to hold a Washington dealer's license, but it no longer allows license holders to live in other states. I watched a company in Ohio come into Ohio, rent 50 dealer licenses to out-of-state residences in one building when only uh, when only two licenses are allowed in a building. So they shut them down. I once saw a company from Indiana that went into Missouri and they were renting 250 licenses uh, in one location and that was shut down by the state of Missouri. Now, if you use one of these companies to obtain an out-of-state dealer's license, uh, then, you know, some a couple of states still allow this. But uh, if you know what states currently allow that, I certainly would like you to contact me because I'm always researching on this. And uh, you can always drop me an, an email at info at texasdealers.com, info at texasdealers.com if you know what states are still allowing this. I'm always trying to keep a, keep a hold on this and uh, let you know on future podcasts about what's going on in those states as well. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Or you can actually obtain your own wholesale dealer license in Texas. Texas, however, requires wholesale license holders to meet local zoning laws. And many zoning laws do not allow you to have, say, for example, a wholesale or even a retail license as a a residential address. So you must ensure that you're meeting your local zoning laws. If you're not sure how you're zoned or the building maybe that you want to use, it's pretty easy to find out your zoning laws. You can just call your city hall or your county court house and ask for planning and zoning or for the office that handles zoning. Give them the address of the location that you want to have your dealer license located at, and they will tell you whether or not you can have a location, a license at that location. Um, you know, or they're going to tell you you absolutely cannot have a license at a location because it's not zoned correctly. So the state of law, the state law in Texas is very clear. You must be zoned correctly regardless of the type of license that you're obtaining. And, you know, Texas does allow a dealer license to be held at a residence, but it requires that license to be in a separate building than the residence itself, and you must be zoned correctly. So that's something I always want to bring to your attention as well. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, let's, let's talk a little bit more about a, a, a wholesale license. Now, if you obtain a Texas wholesale license, you can gain access to dealer auctions, but as I stated earlier, you may only sell vehicles to other licensed dealers. So if you hold a wholesale license, 
license and sell a vehicle that to a person that does not have a dealer's license, you will probably at minimum have your license suspended or possibly revoked by DMV, and they will give you substantial fines on this. I want you to be aware of that. At minimum, you will re- receive a st- substantial fine, possible dealer license suspension, or permanent revocation if you have a wholesale license and you sell a vehicle to a person who doesn't have a license. And I even know wholesalers that sell vehicles to a person in another country that doesn't have a license and they always get caught. The DMV will track you down if you're selling vehicles to somebody that doesn't have a dealer's license if you only have a wholesale license. And, you know, so just always remember the state of Texas is very stringent about this. Wholesale dealers may never sell vehicles to someone without a dealer's license, including your family members. So, you know, I've gotten calls from persons who say they want to get a dealer's license just to sell vehicles to their immediate family members, which is not allowed with a wholesale license. And there are some limitations on that as well with a retail license. But I've also talked to persons that want to get a wholesale license and get into dealer auctions to buy vehicles at wholesale and sell them to a business that they own. For, for example, I talked to a, a person that owned a large landscaping company in Houston, and he wanted to buy trucks at dealer auctions so he could sell them to his own business. And, you know, most states laws specifically prohibit selling yourself a vehicle with a wholesale license. So uh, you definitely want to check with a DMV before you start that process. Now, I'm not knocking wholesale licenses at all, but I do want you to be aware they have extreme limitations. There are dealers that do make a great living with wholesale licenses, but they're not nearly as many wholesale dealers that are making a great living than the multitude of retail dealers that are making some really good money. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, on a final note on wholesale side, uh, you know, on the wholesale side of the business, you have to develop long-term relationships with other dealers, including franchise dealers that are selling brand new vehicles. In the past, when a franchisee took a trade, they would sell the trades to wholesalers. And this is not nearly as common as it once was because franchisers are aggressively selling trade-ins now instead of selling them to wholesalers. Uh, you know, and the franchisers are advertising to buy vehicles directly from individuals now. So how many times have you heard those ads that say, hey, we're going to buy from you even if you don't buy from us? Franchisers are not selling their vehicles to wholesalers like they used to. In fact, vehicles they are selling to wholesalers are usually trade-ins that can sometimes be in some type of horrendous condition, which would, would uh, you know, most, most folks are not going to want those specific trade-ins anywhere near their lot, especially franchisees. So, so when they take a junk trade-in, they might sell that to a wholesaler. But any vehicle that's even in, in any type of condition that can be frontline, they're definitely going to hang on to those, that's for sure. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I also know an incentive to get a wholesale license is to buy vehicles at dealer auctions to sell them to other dealers. And I want you to think about this scenario for a minute. When you get into dealer auctions, you're going to quickly learn that wholesale dealer auctions accurately track their sales data, and they give that sales data to licensed motor vehicle dealers. For example, Mannheim, the largest dealer auction company in the world, uses a program called Mannheim Market Report, or that's MMR. You're going to find out about that a lot when you have your dealer's license, or if you've already got your license and you're very familiar with MMR. This is a free program that's available to all licensed dealers and shows you exactly whole exact wholesale prices of every vehicle sold after every auction. What I'm getting at, if you think you're going to buy vehicles at dealer auctions, mark the prices up and sell those vehicles to other licensed dealers. You might want to think again about this. Think about this for a moment. Let's say, let's just say you buy a 2010 Chevy Cavalier for $4,000 and you mark it up to $4,500. And by the way, the markup on wholesale is much, much lower than retail. For example, if I buy a vehicle at a dealer auction for $4,000, I guarantee you I'm going to be marking that up three or $4,000 on the retail lot. But, but we'll talk about retail markups here in just a little bit. 
So let's say you buy that vehicle at the dealer auction for $4,000 and you market up to $4,500 to sell the other dealers. The first thing you have to do is actually market it to other wholesale dealers. So think about how you're going to have to do that. This is definitely something that you want to think about because you're going to have to let those wholesale dealers know that you have that vehicle. So that's something to think you think about. But more importantly, why is that other dealer going to pay you more for a vehicle that they can buy at the same wholesale dealer auction next week at the same price? Think about that. Why is that dealer going to buy the vehicle at a markup from you when he or she can buy that vehicle from the dealer auction at the very same price the following week? Think about this. A licensed motor vehicle dealer is going to have... You know, any licensed motor vehicle dealer is going to have MMR. They're going to know what you paid for that vehicle at last week's dealer auction. So why are they going to mark that? Why are they going to pay you that marked up price when they could just, you know, buy that vehicle at the next week's dealer auction? This process is not a blueprint for success. Although obtaining a wholesale license may sound attractive, and you may think that you're going to buy vehicles at wholesale and sell them above wholesale to other dealers, but you might think again. Now, let's say, for example, you have access to an unlimited supply of vehicles that no one else has access to, Well, you know, and you want to sell these vehicles that you've acquired through dealer auctions. That could be quite profitable, but I do not see that being the norm. The biggest advantage to a wholesale license is that you're not required to have a lot. I want you to be aware, however, that there are a couple of states that require wholesale licenses to have a lot. Not the state of Texas, but the, there are a couple of states that actually require wholesalers to have lots. So in the state of Texas, you can actually have a wholesale license, uh, but they are very limited. Uh, so maybe a wholesale license is for you, or maybe it's not. So let's talk about where I believe the real money is, and that is with a retail dealer license. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. The greatest thing about obtaining a Texas retail dealer license, or what's a general distinguishing number, we call it GDN, is that you can sell vehicles to absolutely anyone. You can sell vehicles to other dealers. You can sell vehicles to the general public. You can sell vehicles to family members. And most states will allow you to buy a vehicle at a dealer auction and keep it as your personal vehicle, but you have to pay your taxes on that if you want to keep the vehicle. So talk to your uh, local regional service center about that if that's something you're interested in. But no matter what, you've got to have a display lot or display area. The state of Texas law is very clear. Retail dealers have to have at least five spaces on the display lot. So Texas law requires that you have room for the type of vehicle that you are licensed to sell. For example, if you're only selling motorcycles, your spaces must be large enough to sell motorcycles. If you are selling vehicles with spaces uh, uh, on your lot, if you're, what I'm getting at, I'll try that one more time. If you're selling RVs or semi-trucks, then your spaces must be large enough to hold RVs or semi-trucks. If you're just selling motor vehicles, then you have to have spaces that are large enough to sell motor vehicles. Now, I am a big big believer that a retail license is the way to go. And I always recommend obtaining a retail license over a wholesale license, always. With a wholesale license, your lim- your market is really, really limited. You can only buy to someone that actually holds a dealer's license. And always think about that. Why are those dealers going to buy at you from a markup over the dealer auction instead of buying those vehicles directly from dealer auctions? Because dealers are smart. You know, they know wholesale prices, and you're going to have to somehow convince them to buy from you at a markup instead of buying that vehicle directly from the dealer auction. Now, as I stated, there are wholesale dealers that make some money, but most of them have long-term relationships with franchise dealers, and many franchise dealers are no longer selling their trade-ins to wholesalers. They're selling those trade-ins on their lot. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. With a retail license, the world is literally your market. Anyone that can drive a vehicle is a potential customer, whether that customer is driving by your lot, 
stops in and purchases a vehicle, or maybe you have someone that lives several miles or several hundreds of miles away that found your vehicle on the internet, and that's the exact vehicle that they want. Or maybe you're going to explore the lucrative world of vehicle exports where you sell vehicles to persons in other countries. Now, I speak to potential entrepreneurs all the time that state they do not want to go to the expense of finding a lot in order to obtain a retail license. Why not? Why not? Having a dealer license is the world's greatest business. And when you see what vehicles are selling for at a dealer auction, which you can mark them up for on the lot, I think you're going to wish you would have obtained your dealer license many, many years ago. My philosophy has always been to buy a vehicle at a dealer auction and normally mark it up about $3,500 to $4,000 over wholesale, then be ready to negotiate aggressively. However, you will be amazed at the number of people that will actually write you a check for your full asking price without negotiating. Now, this is not the norm, but those customers are out there. I have also found a major negotiation starting point for many customers is to offer you, say, for example, $500 below your asking price and expect you to come back you know, at $250 higher in even in this scenario, let's say you mark that vehicle up only $3,500 and then drop $250 off the price, you still made $3,250 on that vehicle. You hear what I just said there? I mean, you still made $3,250 on that vehicle. Now, you may not make this much on all your sales. and some sales, maybe you'll only profit $1,000 or $800 or less in some cases, but you should be able to rent a location at a high-traffic location for, say, for example, eight or $900 a month, and you should be able to rent you know, pay your rent on most locations with one low markup sale a month. I want to repeat that important statement. You should be able to pay the rent on most locations with one low markup sale a month. Let's say you only sell vehicles a month, and in this scenario, nine of those vehicles you sold will be for pure profit. And, you know, if you did not have a lot, then the profit on those nine vehicles would have never happened. Think about this. If you did not go to the expense to have a lot, then you didn't sell those nine vehicles, and you wouldn't have made all that extra money. As you know, as with any business, you have to invest in yourself to make money. No one achieves the American dream without hard work and taking a risk that will reward you financially. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, if you don't know where to get a retail license, you know you can check Craigslist, you can check uh, SharkNet, LoopNet, uh, Property Shark. I'm sorry, that's what, what that's called. Property Shark, Craigslist. Uh, marketplace, you might check Marketplace, hook up with a realtor. But my best advice for anyone that's looking for a retail location is to get in your car and burn a couple of tanks of gas. Those locations are out there. You just got to find them. Drive If you got a job right now, drive different ways to work. And when you find a location you think might be suitable, call that city hall or county courthouse, ask for planning and zoning, and ask if that location can be operated as a dealership. So the Texas law is very clear. You got to make sure and meet all local zoning laws. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So just keep that in mind. This is the world's greatest business, but to get into the world's greatest business with the highest retail markup, you will definitely need a location with at least five spaces. And believe me, they are out there. They are out there. You just got to go find them. This is the law. So once again, my name is Dallas Johnson. I am the lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association, and we are an approved provider by the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles to provide your pre-license, your mandated pre-license training. You got to take a six-hour course. You got to put up with me online on videos for six hours. I hope that doesn't keep you from wanting to get your license when I just made that statement. But you know, please read our reviews. You know, go to the website texasdealers.com. At the very top there, click on course reviews, and you're going to see we get incredible reviews. Uh, I think you're going to be in 
impressed with that course. If you have absolutely no idea where to start, we're going to start from scratch. I'm going to show you exactly how to fill out the paperwork to apply for your license. I'm going to show you the, how to do you know, to run your license, and my goal is to help you maintain 100% compliance. And you're going to realize that we we are regulated heavily because we are a very high-profit industry. So this is the world's greatest business, and I hope you will certainly uh, consider making us your dealer license training partner. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast today, and I want to wish you the very best of luck with your new business. Thank you very much.